0: Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again, State Representative Randy Fry, for his weekly visit during the legislative session. Good morning to you, Randy. Morning, Tom. And of course, uh, Saturday morning at the uh, Greensburg uh, City Hall Multi Purpose Room was the 2023 Decatur County uh, Legislative Update. Of course, uh, presented by the Decatur uh, County, or excuse me, the Greensburg Decatur County Chamber of Commerce. And uh, Randy, uh, your thoughts, uh, your takeaways from uh, Saturday's session.
1: Well, Tom, I thought it was, uh, one, it was well attended. And secondly, I was um, very pleased with my colleagues, Senator Lysing, Representative um, Lindsey Patterson, and Jennifer Meltzer. I thought they did a great job of explaining what's going on in the 2023 General Assembly. I uh, thought some of the questions were, were excellent, and um, it's also really good to network with the people there before and after. I uh, always enjoy getting there early and staying late and, and, and talking to the folks. So overall, uh, I thought it was uh, an excellent uh, opportunity for those of us uh, here to represent Southeast Indiana to share what's going on with the General Assembly, which is sort of what we do here each week.
0: And uh, Randy, I uh, came uh, talked to your uh, fellow panelists uh, that morning, uh, with uh, Senator Gene Lysing, and also uh, Representative Patterson and uh, Meltzer. And uh, they kind of came away with the same feeling that uh, it was some really good dialogue going on on Saturday. And uh, that, that's kind of, uh, you know, from where I sat, that does uh, seem pretty accurate.
1: Yeah, I think so, Tom. I, I think it's also important to note that uh, we're all um, members of the General Assembly, but we all don't have the same priorities and we don't all agree on everything. Uh, I think uh, uh, Jennifer Jennifer Melzer pointed out a bill that sh- she was opposed to, which I will probably support, uh, and uh, that's uh, that's good. You know, we 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 need to have people who are independent thinkers, and uh, so I I uh, uh, I think a lot of times people think that we all just vote as a block or something. It's not the case at all.
0: All right. So uh, so what you're saying is no rubber stamping going on.
1: <laughs> well, certainly nobody comes along and says, you will vote this way or right. you will vote that way. Uh, if they did, I wouldn't listen anyway, but, but they don't do that. Uh, no. So each each individual who elected by the people and represent them uh, has the ability to make their
0: own decisions. All right. And then uh, moving ahead to uh, what's on the docket as far as uh, the... Legislative session, of course, uh, the um, House and Senate will both be in session today, despite the President's Day holiday. And in particular, uh, House Bill uh, 1001 uh, being debated this week in the House chamber.
1: Well, it is, Tom, and that's the budget. Um, Actually, House Bill 1001 will be in the committee today, a Ways and Means Committee, where uh, it will be amended and voted out. uh, And then it will come to the House floor. Uh, Each bill that passes uh, a committee has what's called a committee report. And the committee report will then be uh, either adopted or rejected on the House floor later in the day. And uh, I anticipate it will be accepted. And then that bill, House Bill 1001, will then be eligible for second reading tomorrow. Second reading, if you remember, Tom, is when bills are uh, can be amended. And uh, with a bill the size of the budget, there will be a lot of amendments that will be offered on the budget. So. All in all, it will be an extremely busy week. Uh, The budget most likely will be on third reading on Thursday, third reading when you debate the merits of the budget. And uh, it it won't be the only bill, so there will be a lot of other bills as well. So there will just be an awful lot of work to be done, and uh, we look forward to working through it. Uh, It's, uh, in my opinion, an amazing, amazing document.
0: And uh, speaking of which, Randy, uh, what are some uh, highlights that uh, people should know about uh, as far as uh, uh, at least uh, this version of the budget?
1: Well, for one thing, uh, a couple of years ago in the budget, we passed a tax cut for your income tax to reduce your rate uh, down to 2.9% by 2029. We're currently at 3.15%. We've now, in this budget, accelerated that to the 29 will be by 2026. That's cut three years off of that income tax cut. It's important to note to the listeners that there is no tax increase in this, but only tax decreases. And so uh, that particular cut uh, will accelerate the the, uh, deduction for Hoosier taxpayers of $470 million over the next two years. Or 1.6 billion dollars by 2030, and that's your money. That's your earned income that you keep in your checkbook. Um, that's uh, I think it's amazing in the fact that we're able to do that. We're able to do it because our economy. We continue to live within our means. We continue to pay our bills on time, and we can. And now we have the uh, revenue that we could do something like uh, cut individual income taxes.
0: So uh, as far as um, what we're talking about, uh, how much uh, the taxpayers will be saved during, during this biennium? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, 155 million in uh, tax cuts for Hoosiers is in this budget. Uh, 4, 4. Excuse me, 470 million over the biennium, Tom. Uh, but you remember uh, I have House Bill 1034, which I'm sure we've talked about earlier this year, mm-hmm. and it eliminates income taxes for active duty military. And that's also included in this budget, so um, that has to be absorbed. That loss of revenue has to be absorbed by the budget, and so it's also included in here. So, the total budget will save taxpayers nearly six hundred twenty-five million dollars this in in the next two years.
0: And as far as K through twelve education, uh, what are we looking at here, Randy?
1: Well, Tom, this is this is some amazing uh, numbers. If you remember, you and I have been talking on the radio now for a few years. We would talk about a budget that would increase K-12 funding by $350 million to $400 million. And those were big numbers. Uh, last year, last budget, I believe we increased it by $1.1 billion. This budget increases K-12 funding by $2 billion. $2 billion. And this is money that we have. This isn't money that we're going to additionally tax the, uh, the taxpayer. This is money coming from the the general fund that the state has to to uh, support education. And our goal here is to get our teacher pay to a point where we can attract the best teachers and keep them, and uh, and pay those uh, our teachers what their uh, ba- their value, and uh, and show them that uh, we appreciate the work that they do uh, to bring our young people uh, into the workforce. So. Uh, that, it's an amazing number i i never dreamed that we would be able to put two billion dollars in k 12 education but it's uh, it's it's there it's amazing it also it also eliminates the fees on textbooks so think about that mm-hmm. uh, my son has four children the cost of textbooks to get his kids in school very expensive this budget eliminates the fees on textbooks too
0: all right. So, again, that is, of course, the reason why uh, the uh, legislature is in the session, the big uh, the driver of the one bill that they have to pass is the budget bill. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll be keep, yeah, keeping an eye on that. No no question about that. Um, another thing as far as, uh, uh, you know, investing in also economic development strategies, growing uh, population and jobs uh, in particular, uh, we're looking mm-hmm. at uh, House Bill uh, 1005.
1: Well, that's right. Um, the, but- so for your listeners, legislation passes all the time that spends money. But those bills don't normally have an appropriation in them. The appropriation for that comes in the budget bill. So it'll, the, the, the bill that passes, for instance, my bill, uh, the uh, eliminating uh, income tax for activity military, has a $24 million appropriation in it. That's what it's going to cost the state. After the fourth year to eliminate those taxes, but there's no money in that bill. It's in the budget, and so when you mention House Bill 1005, that money for House Bill 1005 is in 1001. Um, that's where the money is spent. But um, I'm, I'm sure you're aware that the, the Ready Program, Regional uh, develop, Economic Development Program, uh, we rolled out in the 2021 budget. It was 500 million dollars. It was uh, wildly successful. And so uh, this budget also appropriates an additional 500 million for Ready 2.0. Um, and that's, uh, that gives our local communities like Baseville and Greensburg, I think, partner together, and uh, some of possibly some other uh, areas. I know, uh, you know, to our south, uh, those counties partner together. But the point here is that they can invest this money and it has a return on investment, uh, and it's huge. I've seen some of the numbers, it's, it's like 10, 10 times the money comes back uh, that we invest. So all of this is to say that we're uh, going to invest in our local communities and continue to, uh, to make uh, money available for us to uh, improve our uh, quality of life.
0: All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll uh, continue our conversation with State Representative Randy Fry. And also we'll look at some other aspects such as uh, public safety and uh, justice and some of those other items as well as we uh, continue our conversation right after this.
1: Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go.
0: And welcome back as we continue our weekly visit with State Representative Randy Fry. And uh, we've been uh, at the previous uh, segment, Randy. We were looking at the uh, the budget and uh, also mm-hmm. see we're having their uh, strengthening uh, commitment to uh, public safety and uh, the criminal justice.
1: Boy, that's uh, that's for sure. Um, um, uh, we uh, have heard for many years that our state police officers were uh, underfunded and um, they struggle. Uh, to recruit they struggle to retain Uh, they're a young person you want to become a law enforcement officer you're going to look for you can make the best income uh, you're you're working to provide for your family and so um, this budget provides uh, funding for our state police officers for the minimum pay starting salary of seventy thousand dollars for a state trooper so hopefully this will help uh, recruit and you get those uh trooper positions that are open-filled with quality uh, young people who want to have a career in law enforcement. Uh, It shortens their uh, matrix from 20 to 15 years and um, also uh, provides the same money for our our conservation officers. They're in the same matrix. They're in the same pay schedule. And so this is, uh, in in my opinion, this is uh, uh, something that's needed. Again, this is completely funded. There's no additional costs coming uh, for higher taxes or anything like that. It's already money that's in the budget and uh, will be uh, used to, uh, to uh, pay our, our law enforcement officers and our conservation officers.
0: And uh, I take it that also excise police and then also uh, gaming agents are included in that matrix? I believe so. And then as far as uh, the uh, juvenile justice initiatives and, um, and where are we talking about as far as uh, spending, as far as uh, those are concerned in the budget?
1: It, it just increases their funding by $60 million across the uh, two-year budget for a juvenile justice initiative. That's coming from House Bill 1361. Um, if we had time, we could look at House Bill 1361. But basically, it's just providing additional funding so that we can uh, try to uh, improve um, how uh, we Um, handle juvenile justice cases so we can get those people back on track and back to being productive citizens. Uh, You remember, Tom, we've talked about um, uh, Homeland Security uh, is expanding funding uh, for uh, volunteer fire departments for fire gear and air packs. This budget includes funding for up $10 million for volunteer fire departments to get fire gear and air packs. Fire gear, a lot of times, will cost up to $2,500 a set. That's per firefighter for one set. Uh, most firefighters need two sets, but at least one good set is, uh, is uh, an absolute minimum. And then the air packs are constantly needing to be upgraded, uh, and so they're very expensive, and these volunteer fire departments struggle just to keep the doors open anyway. And so there's $10 million in the budget that will be for fire gear and air packs. And the Department of Homeland Security will administer that fund. And so the local department can say, I need five sets of fire gear. You submit your grant application to Department of Homeland Security, and then they uh, would then purchase the gear or the air packs. They can get a better price because they buy in such volume and then have it delivered to your department. Uh, It's $10 million for that in this biennium. And then there's $13 million for firefighter training. Um, Tom, in 2016 I passed a bill that created the Indiana State Fire Academy uh, then Governor Pence signed it into law but until now it hasn't been funded it is now funded at the tune of $13 million in this budget which will create um, a central fire academy which we've already developed in Plainfield and then regional fire training facilities all around the state, we will have one do have one in Versailles. sales, it'll be uh, at the Career Center, and uh, but there'll be others, and our goal is to have those regional training sites close enough that our volunteer firefighters, especially, can go to these training sites, get the training that they need by but uh, cutting back their travel time, but also providing the quality of training they need to protect not only you and I but themselves, and then additional training will be provided in their firehouses itself. So this is what I had envisioned all along and uh, wanted it to be funded, and it wasn't. But now it's it's funded in this budget. Uh, It's uh, almost $24 million between those two initiatives. And so, I mean, if you can't tell, I'm very excited about that.
0: Indeed, yeah, of course, with your background as a retired uh, Indianapolis firefighter, and, uh, of course, as, as you talked about on Saturday and uh, you've talked mm-hmm. about on this program before, the, uh, the hub-and-spoke approach to the um, uh, training sites and so forth. So, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, and as far as the, uh, the, the Supreme Court's uh, request uh, for uh, technology and things of that nature, I mean, I, are those also uh, included in this budget?
1: They are, Tom, and, and uh, as you know, our uh, Chief Justice, Loretta Rush uh, and her, uh, the the Supreme Court uh, administers our court across the state, and they are constantly upgrading their technology, making their programs better. You remember, uh, Tom, a few years ago, we passed a bill that uh, uh, created the Indiana uh, uh, Jail Overcrowding Task Force, and that report came back to the Supreme Court. It was chaired by the Chief Justice, And when it came back, it showed that we had huge technology uh, voids between counties, um, between uh, courts. And so that document is still uh, paying dividends by uh, showing areas that we needed to improve. And this budget approves their uh, technology for the courts. So, um, again, just additional revenue that's funding that uh, I believe the Hoosiers expect us to take care of.
0: And of course, uh, looking ahead to uh, today and this week, uh, very busy. uh, Understand, twenty-nine bills on uh, second reading and eighteen bills on third reading in the House. And uh, can you kind of give us a walk us through uh, the rest of this week what we can expect?
1: Oh my, it's going to be busy. Uh, We're going to start early and we'll be uh, going and going and going. So we have committees this morning. My committee meets at ten thirty. It's the Veterans Affairs Public Safety Committee. Your Listeners can watch it online if they would like by going to Indian General Assembly webpage. And then uh, there's four bills in that committee that will be heard this morning. If they're successful, they'll be uh, on the House floor tomorrow, one second reading along with the budget. And then uh, we'll see uh, a great deal of additional uh, bills coming out of committee this week. And so then you get to the House floor and you've got... 29 bills on second reading; those all could, won't all, but could all have amendments on them, and then 18 bills on third reading. So this just it adds up to a very long day, and tomorrow will be a longer day because of the budget, and then tomorrow and then Thursday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday uh, will also be long days. It's just how it is, Tom. When the session starts, there's slow days, and, and everything has to go through committee. By the end of the first half, which ends on Monday the first half of the session ends Monday, we uh, we have to have all of our House bills that are going to get a hearing through. And so now it's the, the rush to, to finish up, and so
0: it, it's going to be busy. And, uh, and also, uh, bills not passed by the third reading deadline uh, will die for the year.
1: That's right, Tom. And the third reading is where a bill is voted out of the House. It, a bill can't go on to the Senate unless it passes the House. So... There are a lot of bills that are drafted that either don't get a hearing or don't don't move for one reason or another, and so that's going to continue. Uh, there'll be a lot of bills that'll die at the end of the first half of session, and then there are, in the Senate, same thing. So we're going to we're going to cut down probably 75 percent of the bills that are drafted won't pass, and um, so that gets us more focused on um, the work that uh, we'll be working on the second half. Better defines
0: it. All right. And of course, that was uh, something that uh, you and your colleagues uh, pointed out on uh, Saturday at Greensburg at the uh, legislative update. The fact that there are so many bills that are proposed, but then they uh, eventually will uh, die in committee or not get a hearing uh, by Mm -hmm. uh, a committee chair. So, but, you know, that's uh, just part of the process, as they say. All right. So, uh, and uh, State Representative Randy Fry, as always, we appreciate your time and uh, the update and the information. And uh, we will talk to you uh, once again next Monday.
1: I look forward to it, Tom. Thank you.